This is the first in their collaborative podcast series hosted by London College of Fashion and Centre for Fashion Enterprise. In this series, we speak to some of the prestigious designers and brands that go through CFE programmes. Marta's aesthetic blends the feminine with the minimal, using colour and layering to create depth to the garments. So we're sitting in your flat having a cup of coffee and wanted to talk to you a bit about your involvement with CFE. Um, I know that you were part of the new Fashion Pioneers programme back in 2015, is that right? Thank you. Yeah. And um, can you talk about the kind of experiences and the opportunities that uh, provided? It's like everyone in the CFE was always very helpful, like especially Judith, who I know from the beginning. And um, yeah, people who helped with cash flow and people who just were able to come and give advice on sales or um, range plans, um, what stock is. So the CFE was very helpful from the beginning, mm-hmm. really. And did you meet a lot of your peers through CFE? Cause... Um, it came at the same time as NewGen, basically. So I started NewGen a little bit earlier than CFE, but started straight after with the pioneer so yeah it was quite like people who were working with the CFE were working with the British Fashion Council at the same time so it kind of came together came together to both yeah yeah and why are programs like that so important now maybe more now than ever yeah definitely I think for just I don't know, like for especially for us be, being so creative or like being creative minds, and it's I I don't think for maybe other businesses it's so hard to get on top of all these business structures or accountancy or just being so multitasking and even in your own job and in in your own creativity you have to be so multitasking, but then. You really need help with all the other aspects on top of it, really. Yeah, and I guess what CFE offers is like you're still your own boss. You still own your own. Yeah, brand. yeah, which you, is great. Yeah, you're not under anyone else's. And direction. also, yeah, they just give you advice. I mean, what you do with it is your own decision, obviously. But yeah, I feel it's also like you could call them up and be hello. This is my question. Um, it's. It's very, you know, it's not like they also don't say it's it's only one way to do it right. You know, there's so many other ways mm. to do things. Yeah. And do you, I mean, you're Polish-born, German-raised. Do you have kind of concerns around us, even the EU? And do you kind of depend on any production in the EU that you're worried that might be impacted by well, at the it? moment, I'm producing everything in the UK just because it's it's really nice quality and it's been easy to communicate. And as well, my team isn't that big yet that I could cover going abroad and like overlooking production there yet. Um, everything that happens with Brexit is so unknown. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, every business will have to adjust to it when it happens. But I don't know, like, personally, I'm I'm not really a worrier. I'm just, like, 
going with the flow really like you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow anyway you can't really plan it maybe you can't you can plan it you can definitely like have some pieces which you know they're gonna sell but yeah it it, it can have so many factors which influence it and Mm. yeah that's true and and trends and zeitgeist and what's going on in the world it's yeah um in terms of production but you work with people like Helen Lawrence or Knits and I do my samples uh with the seamstress which is which has a little unit um and production we do in a factory in North London mm-hmm. can you talk a bit about how you came to work with them found them um Helen's my friend I like met her I guess through like showrooms, we had the same showroom in Paris and yeah, we just became friends and it's really nice because she's really good and yeah, I really trust her. That's good. Uh, and it's really, really just nice to work together and it's really easy and we kind of know what, what like she kind of gets what I want. Mm-hmm. So it's just like amazing. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of like, how, how did you go about um, choosing a factory where the designers working with them or? Yeah, I just asked around and then actually Craig Green was told, told me that that factory is quite good to work with when you like still a small brand and um, yeah, they kind of worked with him for a while. I think he's producing maybe what now, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just about, like, asking people, and that's how we help each other. And I know that, like, some people advise you certain factories, but I feel like you always should ask the designers, or, like, the designers are really happy, happy to help. Sometimes factories look like they're really reliable and they're, they're, they have a really good image, but they don't treat, like, young brands the same way they treat bigger brands, so... I think, yeah, asking your friends and people who are, like, doing the same thing yeah. and maybe a little bit more experienced is the best. Yeah, and finding, like, a, a factory that kind of there's mutual respect and they respect exactly. what you do. Exactly, and they, like, want you to, to see you grow, basically. But also, like, everyone's having, like, you know, some of my friends do a little bit more sportswear, some of them do a little bit more textile, some do tailoring. So it's mm-hmm. every factory can be good for something else it's just like about asking around and but that's also the network you have in London with all the young designers we kind of support each other and help each other and that's very special I think yeah there's a real yeah. community um and you're also teaching at LCF and London, London Met um how's that been and does it kind of inform your your own practice at all um I think what it does it makes me a bit more organized about myself and because I like expect the students to be very organized and do things on time and do things more than 100% and always you know be very professional and I think constantly repeating that to them makes me feel okay I need to be more of that so that really helps um it's just yeah it's just really amazing to work with younger people or like people who are like in on their way to become fashion designers Mm -hmm. i try to teach them as much as possible i I try to teach them a lot of technical skills like pattern cutting and like especially at london mat um 
and we teach them sewing so they like know what they're doing as well because I find the hardest thing is like really someone graduating and not knowing. Um, how do you think your kind of the brand's developing and evolving right now for you? How have you seen it change or you change? I think it just became a lot more commercial, which I really enjoy. And it's like every season I'm like, oh my God, I want to wear everything. I can't wait till it all comes back from PR. So I really like that I like it a lot. Cause like it started off as being like, obviously my friend collection was quite conceptual. And then, you know, the signature kind of kept growing, I feel. And now I'm like, I'm really like, okay, I'm designing for myself, which is quite nice. Mm. And like friends around me and... Yeah, it's just, it shows also, like, in sales that the pieces, which are, the more the more wearable they are, but, like, also very special. Mm-hmm. I still think, you know, they have to have, like, a certain detail or, like, definitely the quality. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also about, like, women being beautiful again. And, like, me, as a, like, as I'm becoming older as well, like, looking at other you know, you get more confident and you want to, like, you, you know what your body looks like and you kind of want to, like, sh- support some parts, but you want to hide some parts. So, you know, you know how to, like, maybe play that. Um, and also just, like, I don't know, there was, like, women, in, like, in the past few seasons, I feel like there was a lot of oversize going on and I feel like sexy needs to come back a little bit in like a subtle way and a really elegant way. Mm-hmm. And I guess that kind of goes on to this idea of do you think you can kind of retain like the integrity of your brand and also make it a viable business model, move it into that? Yeah, realm? I feel like I don't know, I don't think you should keep doing one thing. I feel like you as a person have a certain aesthetic anyway, but I feel like it's always like you all I hope it's always about changing and like developing and getting better get you know trying different things I don't think a brand should ever be just doing one thing where do you see like where do you see the business in five years time how do you what do you have kind of brand plans for it mm. is there anything you want I mean, to I'm, do that you haven't done yet I just definitely want to like start working with bigger brands as well and like do freelance work or like consultancies because I feel um, at this point like I just want to learn from bigger structures as well and see how it goes and like you know just have someone to look up to a little bit Mm. because I feel like I've been doing it for three years by myself now and I'm like okay I'm learning by doing and I'm learning from my mistakes but I think it would be really nice to be able to work with a bigger brand on like a project or something just to see how it would work with like another person or like even with like another financial backing really to see you know what could I do if I would have this factory this you know Mm. amount of money and this person supporting me I think that would be really cool yeah that would be great experience I really look forward to seeing what you do next thank you thank you